Hello, and welcome back to the MAV on campus. As usual, I'm your host, Hallie Mays, and today joining us is Dre Allen. Second year in the Carpentry program, Dre is willing to give us a sneak peek into his immense community involvement here in Goodland, as well as working as a young entrepreneur throughout his time at the college. It's good to have you here. Thank you. No problem at all. So can you tell us where you're from? I'm originally from Scott City. Okay. So what drew you to the tech? <laughs> so uh, coming to Northwest Tech, I kind of initially was planning on going into diesel tech, believe it or not. And so I came and toured the college, and I while I was here, toured carpentry, and I liked that as well. I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do yet. Mm-hmm. And so upon visiting the college and kind of checking everything out and seeing that Carpentry was getting ready to go under a lot of major changes. And then I also realized that I didn't want to have a full-time career in diesel technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, well, that's the second best thing. And so after visiting here and realizing, okay, it's a really nice campus, maybe I'm not going for that major, but I'll just go for this. I was like, oh, I'll just do that. (laughs) Yeah, so then what is your family background if you were drawn first to diesel tech? Um, So I worked at a diesel shop in Scott City for – six or eight months prior to leaving. Uh, That was my senior year in high school. And so my parents don't actually have a background in diesel technology. I know my dad drives uh, a truck occasionally, um, but I just wanted to try something different and new that, you know, I hadn't known anything about. And so that's why I think I ended up switching back to carpentry is because I I didn't really like it, but, you know, (laughs) it's good to try things, so. Yeah, okay. So then have you had a background in carpentry then at all? Yes, yeah, I've, I've uh, done a lot of carpentry work between uh, my family. Uh, my dad has some rentals that he worked on, you know, as I was growing up and along with uh, working on other people's houses just growing up, the oddball jobs that needed done, and he was doing them. Uh, and the same with my grandpa and my uncle did the same thing, and so I kind of was able to jump around uh, uh, between Oakley, Scott City, and Healy and, and work on a few things to get kind of well-rounded on carpentry. So can you tell us what... Can you tell us a little bit about how you were able to start a side business while Can you tell us a little bit about how you were able to start a side business while still being in the carpentry program? Sure. So last year, uh, I was encouraged by Joseph Dobbs uh, to go out into the community and do a couple oddball jobs. It started out as some of the things that the college uh, just with all the renovations and things we were doing in the carpentry department carpentry department themselves didn't have the time to do these oddball jobs mm-hmm. and so he was like well why don't you go do them you know <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like you're pretty well rounded you could probably handle that and so it's like okay so I just went out started doing that uh and it actually escalated from you know a couple oddball jobs here and there to full-time going out and doing a bunch of jobs uh and so I kind of catered towards you know the smaller easier jobs that I can get done fast but also uh, there's been a couple that I had to partner with the college to, to do because it was a big job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but yeah, it, it just turned into a full business. <laughs> wow. So what's the name of your business? Uh, Dre's Handyman Service. So initially, the community involvement of the college first went hand in hand with the original side jobs you were able to get. But how did you develop your business from there? So very, on the, on the first initial go around, uh, like I said, it was the college. It was like, okay, we're not going to have time to do this. However so-and-so does this kind of thing, they might be able to help you out. Um, and so after that, and I established, okay, well, that's what I want to do. Then I got uh, business cards and business name and 
and uh, started going around the process of actually creating a business. Uh, and so we're talking to the local lumber yards, uh, Hoover Lumber and, and uh, Miller Lumber, of course. I put my business cards over there and got the word out. And, and so between them and just people having work done, uh, they were like, yeah, he does a good job, so I'll, I'll recommend you, you know. And so it just spread like wildfire, and all of a sudden I was doing jobs left and right, and everybody's <laughs> calling me, so. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's so exciting. So how did you, starting a business, how old are you? 19. Wow, how did you know how to go about that? So there was a lot of help between my parents and uh, Joseph Dobbs and his family, of course. Um, and so just talking with people who've been in the industry uh, and have experience with running a business or have managed a business, it kind of gave me a leg up on what I needed to do. Um, but quite frankly, a lot of it is just being thrown into it and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, initially, it's a little bit overwhelming, but once you kind of get a grasp on what's going on, it's, it's not too bad. Okay, so while you're attending the college, what are some other things that you've gotten involved with in your time in Goodland? Um, so while attending uh, like extracurricular activities at the college, Yes. Um, so I've done like a CDL course uh, and I'm also a student ambassador. Um, and then like reaching out to the community. I'm also a volunteer fireman. Um, so I've just kind of been all over the place doing, <laughs> doing what I can, you know, to be involved with the community and at the college, to, uh, you know, get a couple extracurriculars in there. So what's your, your interest in firefighting? Um, well, quite frankly, my, my dad had done it. Uh, and you know, initially I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's really for me, but one day I was driving by the fire department. They had a sign out, and they needed help. And so I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll step up and, and see what that takes. And sure enough, I, I got in there. So. Oh, wow. So having a lot of face-to-face interaction with community members, can you tell me what the culture is like here? Um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I want to stick around Goodland. Uh, for some reason, the people in Goodland are just friendly. You know, <laughs> you can walk up to just about anybody and they'll have a full-on conversation with you, not even know your name. You know, <laughs> they don't know who you are, but yeah, sure, I'll talk to you, you know. And, and uh, the friendly faces are very nice. You know, you can go out to the community to an event um, and just go up to anybody and have a, a full-blown conversation. And everybody's happy and, and there's no one trying to, like, start any fights or anything. It's just having a good time, you know. Um, and, and it amazes me how many people are more than happy to help anybody. I mean, you can come up on somebody who's, you know, walking or something, walking home maybe, and it's, say, a little cold. They'll pull over and ask you if you need a ride or something, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just that friendly community is really nice in Goodland. I think that's that's one of the main reasons why I want to stay here. I just I just like the community life and the community feeling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so then looking forward in five years, would you want to be flourishing this business here in Goodland? You said you want to stay. Absolutely, yeah. I, I see myself staying here. Uh, there's a great demand for contractors and anybody in construction uh, here in Goodland. Um, and I, I kind of see myself sticking sticking around here, but maybe branching out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not necessarily limiting to here, but there's enough jobs and you know, things to do. I don't think I wouldn't <laughs> be worried about <laughs> finding work, but. Yeah, you know. oh, definitely. So then can you speak a little bit to how the tech college brings a certain amount of um, new faces throughout the community? Coming from Scott City? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another small town here in northwest Kansas. Yeah, so, you know, with the college, uh, they bring a lot of interesting faces in, uh, mainly because it's a trade school. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have people from all different kind of walks of life who, you know, maybe they want to change their direction and be like, oh, hey, tradesman, you know, or come straight out of high school. It's like, yeah, that'd be a good trade to go into or, or trade in general. May not know exactly what they want to do, you know. Um, but, no, I think it invites the right the right 
right kind of person mm-hmm. is the way I should word that. Uh, the people that show up here, you know, they're outgoing, they're friendly, uh, and they're ready to work. You know, they show up and they're like, man, yeah, I want to I want to do that. And, uh, man, I have not come across anybody that's just like, nah. You know, they have that <laughs> attitude like, I don't want to do anything. No, they, they came to do a trade. And, you know, your average trade person is going to work. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that kind of personality, too, and I think there's a lot of that here in Goodland. Yeah, so with the hands-on then and the culture of the type of people that draws, did you always know that you are a hands-on person? Like growing up in high school, is that always been the way that you wanted to go? Absolutely. I knew right from the get-go I wanted to work with my hands, you know, uh, working with my dad and my grandpa on a lot of side jobs and just random things. Uh, And even the jobs I had through high school, you know, farm work and operating tractors and machinery and things. I just, I loved working with my hands and getting in, getting into the dirty stuff, you know, and doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really a person that's going to sit in the office all day and (laughs) and play on a computer, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So, but no, it, it, uh, I think I certainly knew early on that that's what I wanted to get into. Oh, so then with all these things you have going on in the background, <laughs> how do you manage that, the balance of that? So, well, to be honest, at the beginning, it was kind of difficult. Um, but once you kind of, you figure out what all your schedules are, you know, what your priorities are, you get those lined out, and then you do the big stuff first, uh, everything kind of falls in line. Uh, you know, if you really put your mind to something, you want to do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might have a full plate, but you can, you can get it all, you know. Uh, and so I find myself using, uh, man, probably my Google calendar or things <laughs> like that. You know, I'll type it in there real quick. might take two seconds to type it in there, but then, then it's, it's Save there. Save you in the long run. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, there's so many times I'm like, gosh, I forgot, but it reminded me, so I don't miss it, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, no. And, it, and even now, uh, I had to get uh, uh, somebody to come and help me with, with secretary stuff. Uh, the business, because I, I was trying to juggle, you know, school and, and fire and, and uh, oh side jobs gosh. and things. And so I was like, yeah, come come help me part time, you know. And so <laughs> that kind of helped with the job load, too. But uh, no, it's just as you go, you kind of got to overcome obstacles like that. And mm-hmm. it, gives, it gives a lot of good experience. So then what's unique about Northwest Tech also is you guys graduate with an associates. Mm-hmm. What kind of um, associates are you, will you be getting in, going through the Carpentry program? So upon completing our first year of schooling, we actually get a certificate saying uh, that basically you have a full year of carpentry knowledge under your belt. That's what the certificate is for. Now, uh, upon completing two years, you get your associate's degree. Um, and then depending on, so in our second year, uh, we have the option to go through the code book, mm-hmm. which currently is a residential code book uh, to take a residential test for your contractor's license. And so you could leave the college with the certificate, the associate's degree, and with a residential uh, contractor's license if you went through all the courses and did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I do know the codebook thing is optional, but the school does provide everything for that if, if we wanted to do that. Oh, wow. Huh. That is really cool. So then did you know anybody at Northwest Tech when you arrived here? Um, <laughs> there was a couple diesel students I knew just because when I had toured previously, I met those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, there was not a whole lot of people that I knew. I just kind of had to go out in the community and meet people. Yeah. So then how do, is your outlook on the college in that aspect now? Oh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that the college does like student life events, uh, and community events that get people out and get people, you know, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the college is doing a really good job of that. 
Uh, sometimes I feel like we don't have a whole, you know, big turnout, but I think COVID might have a little bit of an impact on that too. So, yeah. Um, but no, I feel like the college does a good job of branching out and getting people involved and uh, it allows people to connect mm-hmm. and really meet people, you know, so. Oh, totally. So you're a 19 year old, incredibly successful with the amount that you have done. <laughs> <laughs> what drives that motivation that you have? Oh, you know, I that's that's a good question because I, I strive uh, to do my best uh, just about any time I can. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to do something halfway and then have to go back and do it again. So anything that I do, I want to do it right the first time and, and make sure I'm doing it to the equivalent that I like. Um, you know, so the combination of that and I tell you what, there is nothing like seeing somebody after after you've done something at their house that they just absolutely love. The look on their face of, man, that's exactly what I wanted, you know, or, man, that looks really good. I, I like your work. You know, that's that that drives me because just that feeling of knowing you did a good job is, is reassuring. Mm-hmm. So then anyone who is looking to come to this community and to attend this tech college, do you have any pieces of advice you would give them? You know, I would just say communication is key. Um, the college is extremely helpful. All you have to do is ask. You know, there's a lot of things that they provide that I noticed uh, a lot of kids didn't know simply based because they didn't ask. Uh, I mean, I was provided a, a list of uh, rental places and, and a toolkit list and all kinds of things like that that I just, I just asked. And they're like, yeah, here, here you go, you know. And so, uh, you know, I would say communicate as much as you can and branch out mm-hmm. because the community members here are very friendly and very helpful. And so... You know, if you go out to the community and go to a couple events and stuff and get familiar with people, everyone's friendly. Everybody talks to everybody in a small town, you know, and so it doesn't take long to get the word around of who you are and, you know, what kind of person you are. So, yeah. yeah. So then do you foresee yourself staying connected with the tech if you're going to be remaining in Goodland for a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been communicating with uh, the instructor, Mr. Dobbs, a little bit, um, and the college has an advisory board for the carpentry department. Um, and even though I'm not graduated yet, he's already invited me to come back and give them information and support on, uh, you know, what the trade is like currently. So, you know, anywhere from what they think that the students should be learning uh, to, you know, materials to new ways of doing things, um, just kind of to advise the college on better ways of doing things. I know, like, right now, uh, they just had an advisory board meeting for Carpentry couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um and basically they sat down and were like okay here's what we need our workers right now to be doing or be able to do uh you know and then that gives the instructor a, a better line out of what he needs to teach yeah and so it's that that real good connection between uh, you know your workforce and your employers mm-hmm. and so it's 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 a good hand in hand deal so i i think uh yeah i think i'll, I'll stay really close in touch with the college after this Oh, my gosh. Well, that is so exciting to hear. Thank you so much for coming in today. (laughs) No problem. It's been great chatting with you, and I wish you the best of luck, and we'll see you around here. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, this wraps up our latest episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and hope you have happy holidays. This was the Mav on Campus.